Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get that free 30-day trial on a free audiobook. We keep telling you about it. Just go over and do it, guys. You're going to love it. I promise. It's like your mom said about cauliflower. and Everybody likes cauliflower, right? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. Hey, wanted to let you guys know, uh, obviously, we're late getting this out. I, I'm sorry for that. Uh, it's been a busy past couple days, and I haven't had a chance to actually sit down and pump this out. So I thought I'd take a few minutes here while I'm at my other job to uh, to piece this together and, and push it out to you guys because I don't want you guys to think that we don't care. And because uh, we do. Uh, Johnny is in Japan this week, and you all know that we're big in Japan. And uh, although I could not find the episode that where I talked about the statistics that were big in Japan, I did find uh, the episode where we talked about me looking like a Japanese Tommy Bahama and, and a freshman, uh, my high school freshman uh, picture, and that was really cool. And so I thought it would sort of fit the theme of uh, you know Japan and everything. Johnny is, uh, I think, currently dressed up as Sailor Moon, doing something, probably showing, showing off his bits and pieces uh, for... Uh, for very little money. It doesn't really take much. Um, but I'm sure Johnny would be more than willing to talk about that next week when he's back on the podcast, uh, when he's going to be dressed up as a giant Hello Kitty mascot. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you guys soon with another episode of Jumbled. But for now, please enjoy this Jumbled Rewind Japanese Tommy Bahama. We'll see you guys. Bye. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm Zach. And that's Johnny. Hey, Johnny, how's it going, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. It's good to see you, man. You're all jazzed up, dude. I'm. I have just hit this weird energy burst that, like, I don't know. I'm in a fit of mania right now. So I'm gonna ride you like you're a like you're a glitter like a glittering rhinoceros through like oh. uh, just like can- like candy cane meadows right now because i have <laughs> a whole lot of nothing planned for this podcast so it's just going to be a lot of rambly stuff zach you can't you can't admit that in open air we're a professional company putting out the best product weekly hey listen um i'm putting out the best me that i can right now because i've got a little bit of captain in me so oh how exciting. It's only a matter of time before the pants come off. Oh, yeah. Well, before we start a recording, I'm going to go ahead and just sort of clear the air. Uh, I stood up and I and I farted directly into the microphone. So <laughs> I was really hoping that we were, I, like, in retrospect, I was like, oh, God, I should have saved it, you know, because it would have been a great moment. Uh, like an all-time low jumbled moment, but, like, hilarious for me. I do this well, for uh, me, like, if we're being honest. I do this for me. You know what? I think that's that's the key to these passion projects that are successful is that I mean, let's be honest, sometimes we have really good episodes. Sometimes we have kind of boring episodes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're doing it for ourselves. Yeah. And we you know, that's what makes this 
good or bad, but at the end of the day, it's what keeps us doing it. And if yeah. people like it, great. And if they don't, well, I mean, you know, okay. I like. I'm to, not gonna. I like to sell follow. Out. Yeah, and I like to follow the rule of you know if if you love something, let it go. And if it comes mm. back to you, then it's yours. You know. So, so did you suck that fart back into your mouth after you let it go, or what? I loved it, but I let it go. You and let it go. If it comes back to me, then you know it's meant to be. You know, Zach. How do you feel about selling out in general? I am 100 percent down to sell out. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, like sponsors, t- like tomorrow, producers. like tomorrow, <laughs> if you know, or next week on the podcast, if I just talked about you know McDonald's for I don't know the entirety of the episode. Which we've almost done before. We have truthfully. almost done. Like we're, I mean, we're evangelizing for uh, for McDonald's, except not, you know. Yeah, McDonald's. Where are my free shirts? Come Speaking on. Speaking of McDonald's, I are they doing in uh, in Canada? I don't know if they're doing it in Canada, but where they're doing like the fresh meat now, like the not frozen stuff. What? No, I haven't heard of this. Yeah, but I dude. also try and avoid McDonald's quite religiously. Otherwise, I'll eat everything I see. So yeah, dude. I didn't know they were doing it until I got a burger one day, and then it was partially wrapped in paper. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, they had the burger, like like a paper wrap around the burger, inside of the container. It was sort of weird. What? Yeah, it was weird. I don't... That's weird. But it... I'm confused. But yeah, so they're not doing it everywhere in, in uh, the States, but they're doing it, like, in, you know, metropolitan areas and whatnot. Interesting. Um, I had a pretty challenging McDonald's experience uh, not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. They give you like um, two two packets of ketchup? Well, I don't eat the ketchup, so that doesn't bother me. Okay. Um, but uh, they were advertising like McDonald's website. And I only know this because I check. I don't. I didn't actually check their website regularly to see what's coming up. Uh-huh. Just to clarify, yeah. Um, like my Facebook ads, <laughs> everything I touched was the goddamn Cadbury cream egg McFlurry. That's not. I have not heard of this. So what? That must be just a Canadian thing. Do you, know, do you know what a Do you know what a cream egg is? I do know what Cadbury. What Cadbury cream? I don't really like the cream eggs, honestly. Oh, I love. I like. Anyway, I like the ones with caramel in them. That's just oh, me. Yeah. Yeah, they have them now with like Oreo or Carmel. Sign me up. All, Wait, did you just say stuff. Carmel? <laughs> I don't know, man. You said Carmel, dude. Hold Caramel. hold on. Hold on. How do you say it, Johnny? <laughs> you You are the Kate. first listen, I just want to let you know you're the first person in my life to, to have say ever said Carmel. Okay. And not have an O on the end of it. All right, because this isn't the NBA. All right, number one. I you know I can't what? Help it, man. But I'm I'm you here guys... to support you, Johnny. If you want to say Carmel, stand out, dude. Because you're either saying caramel or you're saying caramel. But you just decided to go Carmel. So maybe I say, maybe I say uh, caramel. Caramel. Yeah, I can't help it, man. You make me really self conscious of my Canadian accent. So then I try and pick up, and I'm back in this weird Dude, gray I zone. Dude, I haven't said shit about your Canadian accent in I a long time. I can see time. it in your stupid, beady little <laughs> American eyes. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I'm indoctrinated. It's the 24-hour news cycle, man. Uh, I can't help you, it, Art. Do you know that for approximately six years of my life, I felt like I didn't have a home because 
when I, when I was <laughs> when I was in the states, everyone made fun of me for a Canadian accent. Dude, Everyone. Like, honestly. So I naturalized. I, you know, I acclimatized to the dialect of where I was living at the time. Yeah. And then I would come home over Christmas or summer and or you'd, whatever. And you'd be so stoked. Everyone thought, made fun of me for sounding American. Well, And you I know. couldn't win. And then I'd go back to the States and it was, you're so Canadian and come home. You're so American. And that accent lasted for probably at least two years after that when I drank, when I was drinking at the time, it came out so heavy. Like, um, I don't know. It was weird. Heavy American, this, you mean? Yeah, heavy American twang. I don't I don't know. It's weird how so, that happens. I mean, at least it wasn't, like, extreme where you, like, went to Britain and came back with a British accent, you know, or, like, went to, yeah, went to, went to Japan and then started saying things in, like, in, like, Japanese accent. Like, I don't even have... I've never been anywhere, obviously. So yeah, we know because you uh, hey, don't hey, have a passport. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's okay. I'm you know I honestly don't even notice your Canadian accent. Maybe you're toning it down for the podcast. Maybe, I've been working on it. Maybe you've been working on your non-regional dialect or whatever um yeah i i basically just hit myself in the head with like a cookie sheet like eight times before the podcast just to, to dumb it down a little bit sniff a little bit of gasoline and <laughs> i do really love the smell of gas i'm not gonna dude lie. let's talk about it okay so okay wait i, got, I gotta finish the mcdonald's oh, We're okay all over i'm the sorry place. go for it i'm gonna anyway so my social media flooded with this goddamn cream egg mcflurry i went four times to get it mm-hmm. and every time they said either the ice cream machine was broken, they were all out, it's always or they broken. weren't carrying it, or they wouldn't deliver it. It was at least four times before I got it, and then I got it, and I was so disappointed. See, that's I, that's the thing, is especially with fast food, you build it up, you know, and you get this image in your mind of how it's going to be and how you think, you know, it's going to be. And then it turns out to be something completely different. Um, yeah. I, well, I mean, I've had it before. I think I just hyped it up so much. And sure. I was on some serious hunt for it. And it just, <laughs> I got it and I crushed it. And I was just, you know, kind of disappointed. Yeah. You know something I wanted to try back in the summertime? What? I don't know if they had this in, in Canada because I, I know that Starbucks isn't king up there. Um but at Starbucks, they had this thing called the Unicorn Frappuccino. Oh, I've seen that. It's just like pure fucking sugar. Yeah, and you couldn't get it anywhere. Really? I those were pretty popular up here. I saw a bunch of them. They look cool. I don't know what they. What did they? Wasn't it like cotton candy? No, and I think it was just like a something? bunch of different like fruity flavors or something like that. But uh. I wanted one so bad, but nowhere. Like you couldn't find it anywhere. Well, so if you I, come to Canada, I'll make you one. Oh, yeah, you're just going to put a bunch of grenadine and fucking <laughs> random some, other flavors. Some moldy-ass fruit. Mmm, yummy. Mm, your favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, what's this week look like for you? How was your Easter? Uh, my Easter was pretty good. We celebrated Passover 
and Easter this weekend, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty awesome. Um, nice. My my mom and stepdad came over for Easter slash Passover dinner. Um, Allie's parents were in town visiting for a few days, which is really fun. It's mm-hmm. great to hang out with them. Yeah. Um, it was nice. You know, I had back-to-back three-day weekends. Wow, dude. So I, I felt good. So I could, a guy could get used to that, let me tell you. Yeah, I mean, during the month of December, I think it was, it was like three out of the four weeks of that month were some sort of extended weekend, whether it was, because I remember it was like, I think Christmas fell on a Sunday oh, so you or get something like that. Or they gave us Monday and then they also, like we had a floating holiday that they just decided to give us Tuesday as well. Oh, that's so, Yeah. So it was a, like a four day and then the other weeks were like three days, three day weekends. Um, so that was my favorite work month of this past year. But, um, but yeah, my, my, uh, my Easter was fine. It snowed. I know. It, oh, it's been snowing here for fucking ever. Yeah. It's like fourth winter right now. I don't even, yeah. I can't even, I can't even, I just can't even. You said you got, you said you sort of just ditched your, your coat. Are you still on that stance or did you bust it back? Oh, out? fuck yeah. I have, I have survived the entire winter without putting the liner in my jacket. Man, you're a badass, dude. I wore I wore shorts on uh, Saturday and or Sunday and Monday. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah. yeah, I said it was snowing. Didn't give a shit. I rocked some fucking chucks you and said, some shorts and a sweater. I said, "Listen here, Mother Nature. This is fucking springtime. Get your shit together. I'm sick of your garbage snow." Yeah, I'm, you know... Mother Nature responded by snowing more, but, you know, I, I felt like I, I stuck it to her. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it was a personal victory for you. Um, yeah. We didn't get... I mean, I don't want to say it's, like... It's not comparable snow, I'm sure. But it was like... You know, we've already had days, like I've said before, where it got up to, like, 70. And I walked what? outside and I felt, I felt great. You know, it was like 65, 70. And then, oh my God. and then, Mon- then Monday it was like, you know, twenty two something like that, and I'm just like, what's going on? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, global warming, but I mean, other than God bless you, global warming. <laughs> that was my next threat. Was listen here, Mother Nature, you don't get your shit together. I'm gonna fill my truck up and let it run nonstop. <laughs> Because I can't take winter anymore. <laughs> you know something, uh, speaking of Easter, um, something that we've not sort of played along with. We've sort of go- gone against the the current um, uh, in regards to this. We don't uh, hype up the Easter Bunny being a thing. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you don't hype up the Easter Bunny? We don't hype up the Easter Bunny, man. They don't have baskets. They didn't get shit from the Easter Bunny. How do you hype up the Easter Bunny? The Easter Bunny does his own thing. No, listen. When I was younger, we would have little baskets, okay, in the morning. Yeah, and and you'd collect all the Easter Bunny poops that taste delicious. No, listen. We'd wake up, and there would be shit that the Easter Bunny left for us. Yeah. It was like small Christmas. Yeah, that's that's what the Easter Bunny does. He's, He's like mini Christmas. Yeah. And then we would have, like, Easter egg hunt and shit. No. We don't do that. Why doesn't the Easter Bunny visit your house? I don't understand. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it's really that big of a deal. You know? 
Zach, are you trying to tell me that not only is Santa Claus fake, but the Easter Bunny is also not real right now? Because I can't handle this. Hey, Johnny, I just want to say I never told you that Santa Claus was fake. Somebody else told you, and I don't know who that was. But they should be ashamed, because obviously uh, Santa Claus is real. Yeah, thank you. I gotta believe, Matt, haven't you seen Elf? God damn it, people. I have seen Elf. Great movie. I love that movie. Oh. Yeah, I uh, back in the winter time, I went to like this, it was like a technology, I don't know, some sort of like reason to go day drink, pretty much. And they were giving away prizes, and I ended up winning a prize, and it was a box filled with candy. And on top, it was like, it, it had like a picture of uh, Will Ferrell's character from Elf, you know, Buddy the Elf. And uh, <laughs> and then it had like the list of like Elf foods. It was like uh, like, like sugar, something, something, maple syrup, and like all of the ingredients were inside of this box. And uh, it was great. Hmm. Al has a uh, a Christmas sweater that I absolutely love, and it's a a narwhal on it, and it's and he's saying, "Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad." Aww. And not many people get it, but if you do get it, it's the fucking best <laughs> best sweater ever. And she wears it all the time, and I like it. Dude, that's awesome. I'm trying to remember. I don't have any Christmas sweaters. Um, I probably should invest in some because I feel like they're. There's, you know, any time to wear tacky clothing is, you know. Christmas, man. Well, I mean, every season now you can get, like, those seasonal suits, which I kind of want on mm-hmm. occasion, and, and yeah. sweaters. You'd be I like two, you know. Yeah. Two Christmas sweaters. Yeah. I just want to get the David Pumpkins suit with all the pumpkins all over it. Orange is your color, man. You look good right now. Hey, thank you, dude. I uh, It's my fave, if, if anybody wanted to know. Orange. <laughs> So I heard a there was um some some sort of study back in the 90s when McDonald's was still sort of rocking their annoying orange palette in all of their stores. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that. But there was a study that found the color orange makes people uncomfortable. Like it just sort of really? like it's a bright it's sort of like a bright color so like it's a little bit jarring and i mean we use it for safety and caution and stuff like that right so that makes sense so the thought behind them using that color in all their stores is they could you know subconsciously get people out the doors quicker so that more get more people yeah that more people come in cycle them through interesting yep hmm what a twist (laughs) what a twist so I, I liked you uh, calling me out across various social media forums about my my headphone debacle. Hey man, uh, you know I just I, I calls it like I sees it. All right. So just so the listeners know, I made an investment and I got some sweet new headphones for Jumbled Studio B, aka my basement, which is becoming quite the production. You told me, you told me this, so um, I actually don't know what's happening besides for the fact that there is a drum kit behind you, which we can get to, get into if you, I don't know, you want to get into that or whatever. Um, but you, you told me you did some upgrades. Well, I did. So, well, I kind of did some upgrades. So we, I moved to the basement, brought a table down here mm-hmm. and had, I was using Ali's laptop to record, brought like my mic and stuff and it's much better sound quality and, and yeah. control and you don't don't hear an angry typewriter in the background um 
but uh, this weekend our router broke and it was kind of on the fritz, which was probably oh. causing some of the issues we're having last week as well. Yeah. Um, but they got progressively worse where I was pulling like one megabyte each way. Yikes. Which yes. is not acceptable when you have a 150 megabyte connection. Yeah. Um, so we solved that problem, but I also bought a new computer at the same time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Impulse bought a new computer. Um <laughs> <laughs> for for our main office which is basically where we play games when we when we game we play in the office right and now i have you know jumbled studio b in the basement where i'm i have my imac set up now nice so you so bought I can do sorry i bought a pc for upstairs for, oh okay for That's gaming what i was gonna get into um I, it was just too good of a deal i couldn't say no and yeah. you know ali made a joke of you should just move your iMac in the basement so you can have a quiet place to work and record. And mm. then you can just get a cheap PC for, for the office for playing games. And I was like, yeah, okay. And then I did it that day. And I did, I think I kind of shocked her a little bit, um, but <laughs> she gave me the green light. So yeah, you're I, like, I, you told me it was cool, dude. Yeah. It, it's your idea. I just here to implement your dream. <laughs> dream. She's just super pumped that you're out of there. Really? Yeah, so I got a new router and it works perfectly. Did you get? And I got a new computer. I, I recommended. Uh, I re- recommended ASUS. Did you go with ASUS? So we did a bunch of looking, um, and I wanted to go that way, but Ali did a bunch of reading on Amazon, and she mm-hmm. found a PC Magazine's top wireless routers, mm-hmm. and she bought like one of the top recommended ones. It was actually one of the cheaper ones. Um, it's a TP link, I think. And uh, mm. so far, it's working really good. I set it up yesterday. Yeah. Got all the antennas pointed at different areas across the house. And sure. Was a madman in speed testing in every corner of my house and was pulling minimum 150 both ways. That's awesome. So I got to get rid of my stupid boosters. Now I only have two Wi-Fi signals. See, one's private. That... One's guest. Yeah. I really miss that a lot with because I had a... Asus uh, is like a mid mid tier router or anything, but I I bought a it was a refurb and it crapped out on me, but it had great range, like covered the entire house mm-hmm. in in five gigahertz, you know, which yeah, so that's that's a short like five gigahertz doesn't doesn't really spread that far, but um, you know it's there's less interference on that band anyway. This is doesn't have to get techno, tech too tech techy. But uh, but yeah, man. Glad you've made some upgrades yeah. here. I took some time and I ran the router into. It's in our basement because that's where our fiber optic goes into the house. And uh, the router before was kind of right next to an exterior concrete wall, so it was really cutting everything off, right? Mm-hmm. So I ran some some uh, some Ethernet through the ceiling and put it kind of in our utility room, which is in the core of our house. Mm-hmm. So thought it was a pretty neutral spot and. So far, it's working pretty good. And now I have a sweet private office in the basement where I can work from home. And if Ali's gaming or the dogs, I need a quiet place. I can do all my work from home. Yeah. And I have a pretty chill little gaming computer for upstairs. You know, the uh, the jumbled wall wrap, the acrylic uh, or the vinyl wall wrap is on its way. So, so I got the space for down here. And Al has said I can do anything I want because this is probably the last room that we'll renovate 
on this house. That's awesome. So, I mean, if we want to get some, I might look into getting a big jumbled uh, vinyl wrap to, to throw behind me. That'd be pretty sick, yeah. dude. I'd have to rearrange a little bit because I have the Allie's, but really my beautiful drum kit here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Um, and then, you know, I have my bookshelves with our books and our board games and stuff. But yeah. I got a cool little corner in here. I'm going to get a new table. Nice. I'm going to get a, a lamp, maybe Ooh. a better chair. Ooh. It's it's all coming together just in time for us to move to California when we make it big, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. Um, You know, if you decide to go with like a vinyl wall or something like that, I'm going to have to step my game up too because that means we're going to have to record like video as well, video. Which, which we should all also do anyway. You know what I'm saying? So... We could definitely cheap out and green screen it. Could. I just don't have the video editing software. Like I had I had Premiere, mm. but I don't I don't have it anymore. Yeah. So Well, I, I won't make you admit to any illegal doings, so don't don't worry about it. But I mean I had a key gin, but I don't have it anymore. I got rid of it. Because I just felt, you did the right thing. I just felt, felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. You found it, you tried it, and you said, you know what, this this isn't right. Well, and, and you it was, threw it away. Yeah. And it was and it was like CS three or CS four. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm was... pretty sure you. I'm pretty sure you got that from me, and I got yeah. that from someone else on yeah. Orion, who we who, both knew. Yes, so we will not name this person. Um, oh. And I think I still have that CD key roaming around on one of my ten hard drives that don't work anymore. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna have to get some uh, hard drive recovery in order to pull those files anymore. Um, but yeah, like you couldn't do anything you couldn't update the software you couldn't like yeah it was really dated yeah um yeah but uh you know that could be something we can look into along with shirts we did a little bit of digging into that yeah the the merch on demand kind of thing and whatnot so we'll see jumbled this bitch out yeah man i think we definitely if nothing else even if we don't get wall wraps and stuff we should probably look into recording video Yeah. yeah I well, mean, I've can... got I've got a nice uh, uh, webcam that I don't use right now. So, I mean, I have my one in my in my Surface, but I bought I bought one that mm-hmm. records uh, 1080 60 frames. So, well, I just got the iMac one, but it is a two year old iMac, so it's pretty good. It's not bad. I will say, I the one mistake that I made because I was buying the PC a bit on a budget, so I bought a pre built. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm so used to the 27 inch iMac screen and I, I just kind of didn't really think about size when I was buying a monitor, I was kind of budgeting. And so I got a 24 inch thinking, Oh, it'll be fine. I won't really notice. Yeah. You noticed. I was wrong. I was really wrong and I was disappointed in myself. Do iMacs run in 16 by nine? Are they widescreen or are they a custom ratio aspect ratio? Uh, that is a really good question that I don't know. Hmm, um, I'm not sure. I, I know they they used to be more square and like a custom aspect ratio, but this one feels wider, but it does feel taller. Like okay. the ratio is feels taller. Yeah, I don't than, feel like they're a true sixteen by nine. If you played if you played a, an HD video, you'd probably get some letterboxing on the top and bottom, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think so. Um, but that's interesting. Maybe our, our fact checker can look into that. Um, yeah. speaking of fact checker is currently on vacation, um, in Nicaragua. 
So he has promised that he will catch up on the facts and he is buying a microphone. So we'll get some better quality out of him Very nice. in the near future. He's not going to be recording it in a public bathroom anymore is what you're telling me? Uh, well, I mean, I can't say that he's going to stop doing that, but at least we'll be able to hear more of the surrounding, uh, acoustics so, of that bathroom. So much work. Can you imagine somebody's like, hold on, I got to record while I'm shitting. Just taking my mad dump. I wouldn't be surprised if that's when Mike does it. Honestly. That'd be hilarious. That'd be awesome. Multitasking, you know? Well, that's, we're busy, busy lives, man. You got to do what you got to do. So. It's true. So, yeah. Um. um Oh, we wanted. Uh, we were going to talk about bad smells we like. Bad smells that we like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, gas for me, love it, dude. I I, I, like, I, I honestly have... think if gas tasted as good as it smells, I would drink it. I think so. Yeah. I I love that. I mean, part of it I think is, you know, growing up around cars and being like mm-hmm. loving cars and bikes myself and. And having been covered in it in occasional times, and obviously my my uh, my pyro nature, as you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got a history with gasoline. We can get into that you know if you want. You know what's funny is that that picture of me when I uh, made the fire for that that backwoods trip, yeah, um, just popped up on my Facebook newsfeed, being like, "You posted this eight years ago, or whatever." <laughs> And God, that's an epic picture. I'm going to send it to you. You should put that on uh, the jumbled. Just me with a greasy handlebar mustache and a 30 foot tall fire. I mean, what what more could you want? Yeah, no, it doesn't get much better than that, honestly. Um, but yeah, I've been getting back to the smells. I don't know what it is about gasoline. I just remember like taking like family trips and stuff. Yeah, when I, I was younger, maybe that's part of it. You and know? just like stopping at the gas station and be like summertime, the windows are down, you know, smelling the gas. Yeah. yeah. And I also, I mean, living in southern Indiana growing up, there were a lot of weird, like, not a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot of weird smells, but, you know, I, I like the smell of gasoline. I like the smell of skunks. I don't mind the smell of skunk actually. If it's if it's a mild, yeah. You know, if it was run over like a day ago and the yeah. smell is mostly dissipating, yeah, I'm okay with that. I and think then, if I got sprayed, it'd be too much. And then I don't know if I like this one or if it's just more of a nostalgic, but like a pig farm. Oh, that's fucked up, dude. Those are that's a gross smell. I mean, it's gross, and like I wouldn't want to be around it for too long. But when you're driving past it, like I had to drive. Past kind pig. of reminds you of the country and like yeah. a good road trip. Yeah, okay. Driving, driving past it on the way to my grandparents. Like, there's always a, a a good pig farm that's like just you know 50 yards off the highway or whatever. You can just smell it. You know. Yeah, I uh, I really like grass clippings, which I think is pretty normal. That's normal. Yeah. Um, the smell after rain, which also is pretty normal. Hmm. Um, like I'm really romantic like, right now, apparently. I feel like this are. is a really cheesy song. <laughs> um, the smell of the, the smell of the air after rain. Yeah. I love the smell of love. <laughs> uh, I like the smell of my dogs, even though sometimes they smell like Doritos. Uh, 
Really? Your dogs Which... smell like... Well, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have a couple questions. All right, stop. Let's take a second to talk about our sponsor for this week's podcast, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. Uh, they've got a bunch of audiobooks, but for the month of April, I'm going to recommend Tough Shit by Kevin Smith. It's what I say to my kids, what I'm going to say to you if you turn this offer down. I'll get more into that at the end. Uh, but it's narrated by Kevin Smith, obviously by Kevin Smith. It's five hours and 58 minutes uh, long, so getting a good amount of time in there. Uh, it is just honest, brutally honest advice from uh, Kevin Smith. He's done a lot. He's a... Uh, He's got his own production company, he's a director, he's a comedian, I mean, he was in uh, Jane Silent Bob, uh, and I think there was a second one, a third one maybe, I don't know, he didn't say anything, he had zero, well, I think he had like one line in like the last movie or something, I don't remember, it's been a while since I watched it, but this book is about things that he's learned, um, over the past however many years it's been, him being in the business and doing, you know, what he's been doing since he was 24. That's when he released uh, Clerks. That's That was his first uh, movie that he released. Other topics that he discusses in the book uh, are why he has accepted Ferris Bueller as his personal savior, why it's really fun to eat but not so fun to be fat, what to do about people who don't like your policies, and what Kevin's idol, Wayne Gretzky, can teach us all about creativity and direction. Uh, Johnny can get behind the Wayne Gretzky part. Uh, he probably also likes Kevin Smith because Kevin Smith is uh, also known for wearing hockey jerseys around all over the place. Even at like, uh, I don't know, like I think he even wore it to like the Oscars or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, if that sounds like something you'd want to listen to, then head over. It's there. It's uh, It's... You know, regular price twenty four fifty, but you're getting it for free with your thirty day trial. So again, that's audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get that free audiobook. If you don't want Kevin Smith's stuff, hey, cool. They've got all kinds of other stuff that you can choose from. Just head over, give it a give it a look, see, see what you find. Uh I'm sure you'll find something. There's so much stuff that you're gonna trip over something for sure. Anyway, hope you enjoy that book. Let us know what you're listening to. Thanks, Audible. And we got to get back to the podcast now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you like the ads, but, you know, got to get, we got to get back to the podcast, really. And number one, why do your dogs smell like Doritos? And number two, and let me get the number two out before I forget about it and we move on. Why do you only partially love the smell of Doritos? Well, because I don't, well, one, I don't know why they smell like Doritos. I imagine it's because they're both corgis and they have no legs and they're running around and getting wet all the time. So it's kind of like a wet dog smell. <laughs> so you think Doritos smell like wet dog? I really don't like I don't eat Doritos. I really don't like Doritos. Um, but yeah, they smell like Doritos to me and I love them. So maybe that's why I make the connection. Um <laughs> So yeah, was that did I answer both questions? What was the yeah. question? Yeah, yeah. Why why did they smell and why do you not like? I don't know. I just don't like Doritos. You know, not my jam. Mm, okay, fair enough. Um, by the way, I shared. <laughs> speaking of the Easter Bunny earlier, I shared a funny post on the uh, on the jumbled Facebook page that you guys can go look at. It's uh, 
It's vintage Easter Bunny picks that will give you nightmares. Um, oh my gosh. Feel free to look at those. I was howling at work today while I was looking at them. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. Oh, uh, some of them, it's just like, you can tell, like, it was a homemade costume. You know, it's just like yeah. somebody was like, oh, well, I guess it's got to be the Easter Bunny this year. But it's like... A homemade Santa outfit you can get by with. Homemade <laughs> Easter Bunny ain't cutting it, man. No. Like, you don't even try. <laughs> Dude, they're just so, like, I wish I could... If we were recording video right now, I'd splice in some pictures of this Easter Bunny, these Easter Ooh, Bunnies. There's... But you guys will have to just settle for heading over to our Facebook page. Number one, if you're there and you're not yet and you don't yet like the page, go ahead and like it because we post stuff on there, whatever. Um, need to start being better about social media, but, you know, it's... Uh, we do. We definitely do. Um, we're bad at that. I'll admit it. <laughs> well, I'm really bad. You're good. In comparison, because I don't post anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the extent of what I do is like the occasional post that doesn't have to do with the podcast, and then the weekly posts. But even the weekly posts, I'm bad about it. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, Johnny, I'm just bored. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm like, even when I mean to post stuff on time, half the time for like Instagram, I mm -hmm. post at like five o'clock when I meant to post at two thirty. Yeah. Isn't the prime time like noon and six or something is what they say. Well, when we looked at it, it was some, it was like between two and three on Wednesdays. Oh really? Yeah. So, huh. well, all right. So that's sort of when we try to post, but you know, it happens. I, I didn't claim to be good at, either podcasting or social media. That's true. I, I'm okay at my own personal Facebook because I feel like that's enough for me to handle, you know? But then when I got to figure out stuff to post, not only for mine, but for the jumbled page, that's like a different level, you know? Yeah. Do you post stuff on Facebook? Uh, I rarely. I still I do every once in a while. You do some Facebook Live stuff, I've noticed, which, mm. by the way, you shouldn't do while you're driving, you twit head. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I still alive? Yeah, you are. Yeah. Currently, and I'd like to keep you that way, and I'm sure so would your loving family. I'm still alive, though, so... Get your shit together, boy. Chill, dude. Um, is it... So, that did you, is that legal in Kansas City? Uh, you know, it's probably frowned upon and I'm sure I'd probably get, I know in Kansas there's like a no cell phone. Yeah. That's the way it is thing. here across Canada. It's distracted driving. You, They are making it a very considerable fine, which is, I and, think good and annoying. <laughs> it's like my issue with it is if I'm driving, if my car is moving and I'm staring at my phone, yeah, I deserve, that's distracted driving. If I'm at a red light and I'm changing the song on my phone, yeah, I don't think that's fair. And there was a story here about a guy getting a ticket for distracted driving while in a drive-thru for Tim Hortons. He's in a drive-thru and he's looking at his phone and yeah. he got a ticket. He got a ticket. So allegedly, the, the and I can't like confirm the story. This It was a while ago. And I believe the cop said that he was driving erratically before entering the drive-thru line, mm. and the cop was following him, but he technically 
pulled him over in the drive-thru line because he was looking at his phone at a standstill in a line that goes two kilometers an hour. Yeah. For approximately ten minutes in the morning because it's Tim Hortons in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that sucks. Um, don't be like me. I, I know I post on – when I post on Instagram, half the time I'm in my car. <laughs> Just get like a hands-free thing, you know? Turn it I, on. You know, do your I, jam. I had one. I still have it. But I just need to find the spacer things from whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, probably just shouldn't do it anyway. But I would I would prefer if you didn't for your own safety and the safety of those around you. Uh, fair. Because um, if you die, I will kill you. Yeah, well, you know, good luck. Because you would be... I will bring you back to life just to beat you senseless. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. I would actually like uh, to see that happen. Um <clears throat> I am a good role model, um, but (laughs) yesterday, I think it was yesterday, I needed to do something. (laughs) I just pulled out my computer while I was in my car. (laughs) God damn it, Zach. Uh, I didn't. so bad. I actually stopped doing it because I was like, yeah, this is too much, but. No, you don't say. Yeah, that, that was the, that was the level, the, the extreme. I was like, oh crap, I got to. I got a VPN into work and do no, I just like to stop, just stop. You know, I booted up ne- Windows, I logged in, I was like, no, nah, turn it off. Next time I'm in town, I'm coming over and we're gonna f- make a fiberglass mold of your surface, and then just plaster that into your dash. So you're technically it's your surface Ooh. on your in your dash, so it's not breaking the law. But my car's a piece of shit though. Yeah, well, whatever. It doesn't have to. We don't have to do it pretty. It just has to work. I guess that's true. My uh, my buddy did that with his iPad for his car, and he used it as his GPS, yeah. his sound system, everything, and it was actually pretty cool. It was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. He put he put a lot of effort into that. I helped him a, a little bit, um, and it looked really cool mm-hmm. after. Um, and I thought that was pretty pretty chill. So maybe that's a route we have to go if you insist. Yeah, I. Um... I follow or I I catch I guess I subscribe to this YouTube channel. Uh it's called Soundman. Um and he mm-hmm. he just he used to have his own shop like where he like had people work for him but he since shut that shop down but he still has like a workspace where he works on his own car and like I'm sure does stuff for people every now and then but he has a uh, a Ford F150 uh, can't I don't know what year, but he took like the entire center console out, and he like moved a lot of his like the factory buttons and stuff around, and then he fiberglass, you know, did a fiberglass mold, and uh, really really slick. He put a iPad Pro in there, so it's just fucking massive. That's that's pretty intense. It's like a Tesla. Have you ever seen the inside of a Tesla? I haven't. I drove by the Tesla dealership uh, and cried a little bit. Um, it- it has basically two iPads that control everything in the car. I've seen them; they're really long, right? Yeah, it's it's incredibly distracting. They had a a micro dealership in a mall in Toronto when I was there, mm-hmm. so I sat in it, and I <laughs> the guy I asked, I was like, "How do you how do you start the car?" And uh, he looked at me, he said, "It's it's running right now." And yeah. I was like, "Wait, what?" It's and, electric. I mean, that's yeah. that's the beauty of electric motor, right? Um, but you, the, you the center console was it was probably 
20 inches of just screen like up and down vertically and then yeah. you know eight and a half by eight and a half by 20 screen in the center console for everything and i just i didn't like it it was cool it looked great i felt like i was in a rocket ship mm-hmm. um but i could not imagine driving down the highway and being flooded by a billion fucking buttons yeah you know i um i'd be okay i think with having well yeah you have you know you pull out your desktop in the middle of your drive so <laughs> i wouldn't like it would be cool to have you know, just a tesla in in general because they're super nice but i'm against them well that's fine uh you're that's because but i'm from you're... alberta and i'm a redneck piece of shit and i yeah, believe in burning well, dinosaur bones yeah you're a gearhead i was just getting ready to say um yeah i don't know i mean if i had a say like if if i was gonna pick a car like a dream car to have it wouldn't be a tesla it would probably be no. a it'd be a dodge viper oh classic gonna... old school pick right there yeah uh, they stopped uh producing them last year yeah that was they're the... pretty nice cars though yeah in a straight line yeah but they're just uh <laughs> hey hey you better comment uh i've actually never driven one but um that's because they're starting eighty thousand dollars and that's uh, true <laughs> That's fair. So, yeah. yeah. But that's so, th- that's like the dream. Like, if this podcast stuff took off and I had just r- random $80,000 laying around after paying off all my other stuff, you know, maybe why maybe not for that. When in Rome. Exactly. So, I, I thought about for a moment getting into my environment rant as but living don't. in the Texas of Canada. But don't, though, um, you know. I believe in the environment, okay? And I believe... <laughs> in renewable energy sources and alternative energy but the reality is i live in alberta it's fucking cold here Mm -hmm. and we heat our homes with natural gas and coal so me getting an electric car is actually worse for the environment than it is for me to drive a gas or diesel car Um, plus electric cars don't work in minus 40 very well yeah i would assume so so it's just, it's, you know, technology needs to advance. And in times, I'm sure I'll be forced to switch and I'll do it kicking and screaming. But nothing will replace the sound of that rumbling motor, you know? Yeah, it's a feel too, right? It's not just yeah, the sound, right. it's the feel of it all. But I don't, I don't want, I want to be strapped to a rocket, not a sewing machine. Well, you know, I'll, I'll take the, uh, what is it, the singer? Was that the, uh, sewing machine? Is the singer? I'll, you yeah. know what? I'll take the singer. I'll be, all right, let's see. you know, we're, that's what makes a good podcast is differing opinions and that is uh, true and you're fucking wrong and you're ruining the environment and uh, wow I'm gonna run my car tonight extra long just for you yeah go for it dude keep that block warm dude I'm gonna send you a video of me revving the shit out of my Corolla I'm gonna cry while I drive my <laughs> my gas powered vehicle to work tomorrow all right <laughs> uh, speaking of funny environmental movements. Um, did, did this story uh, in Toronto of the vegan protest make its way to you? Uh, no, but I'm very interested in hearing about these vegan protests. So there's protest in Toronto, and I'm pretty sure they were vegan or PETA, whatever, all the same thing to me. It's same shit. Um, so they were selecting certain restaurants who serve meat or are like barbecue or meat delicious focused and yeah delicious which i find a little bit hypocritical that you support meat but not f- gasoline cars 
because um, they're both really bad for the environment. Uh, but they're both amazing and delicious, so I just go with it. <laughs> Anyways, so this vegan group is protesting outside of this this local restaurant. It's like a family-owned business, and they specialize in homegrown food, whether it's meat or veggies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they specialize a lot in wild game. So you can get venison or wild boar or bison, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the owner's response to these vegans protesting his restaurant outside of his window and blocking his customers. Yep. He goes into the back, pulls out an entire deer leg, mm-hmm. brings it to the front of the store, sets up a table in front of his big glass window storefront and butchers this leg, this deer in front of the, in front of the vegans and starts preparing it in front of them. And they lose their minds. <laughs> like just uh-huh. heads exploding. They call the cops. The cop comes in. He's like, it's my restaurant. I'm butchering the animal. And, and so they continued the protest and he's just being such a, an awesome dude. And that's and, awesome, and he, man. Cause here's, here's the thing about veganism is it's a very elitist mindset mm-hmm. and, and to do it well and to be healthy in today's society, the way society is set up now with our food, mm-hmm. you have to be fucking rich. That's true. You have, like, if you want to get proper nutrition, you have to be, you know, upper class to, to afford it. I mean, yeah, you can be a vegan and, and eat ramen noodles all the time. Yeah. But you're not going to be healthy. No. Right? You, you so, can still be unhealthy and be a vegan. It's just so... I don't know. I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to get into another rant. Um, and uh, I know you like you my need, rants. So. Do you need to just release it, Johnny? Should we just have, like, releasing tension with Johnny a segment or something? That that That's going to be... That should be the <laughs> grind my gears uh, bit. We'll, I'll do one and I'll, I'll put that together. Okay. Um, Deal. So, I, I mean, I'm pro-choice in all things because, as we said, I'm very libertarian. Mm-hmm. And I think... If you're hunting for your meat, which I do, mm-hmm. I th- like people who are against hunting but are okay with getting food from the grocery store drive me fucking insane. Yeah. Um, and then veganism in general. Is there vegans any vegans and CrossFitters? You know, <laughs> just blowing quad, blowing their knees out and stuff. Wait, they they always tell you that what they're doing is better. You know. Yeah, that's true. As their pale skin and skin's hanging off the bones and they have blown out knees and shoulders. So come on. Dude, are you yeah. really? <laughs> Is it really better? <laughs> mm, yeah, exactly. Um, so, that was there... my micro rant. Yeah. Is there anything you take a hard stance on? A hard a hard stance? Yeah. Um, like, so... like, if you choose this, then you're wrong. Is there anything? Because I know you said you're pro-choice. In every in most in most everything, is there anything at all in your brain that if somebody does, aside from we've already talked about folding and crumpling toilet paper, okay, we won't get into that. <laughs> okay, is there anything else in your mind that oh, is man. a hard line that you're either right or you're wrong? There's no in between. Well, I mean, aside from the obvious things like racism and genocide and stuff like that what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) um i don't there's like for me so 
my little sister is a vegetarian mm-hmm. she's off and on vegan and occasionally she will eat meat and she'll probably get mad that i say that um and i will say i'm proud of her for trying to make a difference in the world and from an environmental standpoint and looking at you know the the impact and, and animal rights and stuff um and we've had a lot of debates about it Mm-hmm. And I don't agree with it, but I support her decision or her ability to make that decision. Um, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's the same thing with the Johnny religion. It's I don't care what you do as long as you're not hurting anyone. So if that's your life choice, that's great. But don't shove your life choice down my throat. <laughs> you know, so that that's, what, that, I would, that's that, what I would say. You, but I hear you like when people shove their life choices down your throat. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love being judged by people who are, you know, don't know me. And I'm not saying that my little sister does that. She's, we've actually had quite good debates about Mm it. Um, And I will admit, and Larissa, you can have this on, you know, recorded that sometimes I'm an asshole about it and I like to antagonize you a little bit. (laughs) I'll admit that only once. Um, That's also my job as your older brother. And, you know, I'm, I like arguing not to be an asshole, but to force people to justify their opinions. And that's that's my biggest thing is I really don't like blind conviction, you know, or belief. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to challenge you and not not from this, this point of I want to prove you wrong, but I want you to prove me wrong. Like give me a reason, you know, if you can give me that moment where I'm like, oh, shit, I've been wrong about this. I should be a vegetarian good on you but yeah. if you you know it's i had a bit that i was i was working on for this podcast for you um and, and it was spawned by a recent video um that alludes to coming out to your family about being conservative um <laughs> and and what that looks like in in modern day america and you know it, i won't get into it now cuz we we don't have time um but <laughs> You know, it's just, I want to be challenged from an educational and rational standpoint and not immediately going to name calling of you're a monster, you don't care about the environment, or you're conservative, you're a Nazi or fascist, because I'm not actually a conservative. Again, I'm pretty in the center. Yeah. Um, But I I think that's some of the challenges with today's society and not being able to have a logical, fact-based debate and leaving emotions and name calling out of it yeah well you know you're a shithead for thinking that way but um i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) no i think that's a healthy that's a healthy way to approach the situation uh, or any situation really it's uh you know go into it you know shed all your emotions and try to be analytical about about it and, and try to understand where people are coming from because you know, viewpoints are sort of shaped by our upbringing, by our experiences. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody's got different experiences. So, everybody's got a story to tell, and you just got to have your ears open and ready to hear that story. Yeah. That's and, what. And I think. don't get me wrong; I know that that's hard to do, and I probably, you know, am to blame for it on occasion as well. But most of the time, when I'm having a conversation with someone, or I'm challenging them, or I'm arguing them, is I try and present facts obviously with a bit of my perspective but also want them to do the same because i go into every argument or conversation with the thought of 
this person has the opportunity to change my mind. And I think a sure. lot of people, you know, on any of the hot topics, politics, guns, food, you know, mm-hmm. fossil fuels, people don't, when they have those conversations, they're so set and they don't, they are, they shut off any opportunity to expand their viewpoint. And that that's, I guess that's what really turns me off on people is if, if I can see that they, they shut off or they're not willing to expand sure. their, their vision on, on something. And then I just, you know, I'm like, okay, if you what's set the in their ways, yeah. Set in their yeah. ways or, or unwilling to change if change is necessary. I hear you, man. So I have one question for you that will probably wrap up the podcast in, in a nice tidy little bow. Okay. Um, what is one thing that you loved or did regularly when you were younger that you're really embarrassed about right now? One thing that I loved or did regularly that I'm embarrassed about now. Um, I don't know. I had a pretty regular, regular ass childhood. Uh, embarrassing things. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Is there, uh, give me some time to think on that one. Do you have something right. chamber? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you mine. Um, so I used to, well, you, you kind of saw a little bit maybe. Um, so I used to have really big stretched ears. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely a scene kid who used to straighten his hair. Were you? And I will publicly admit that. And I <laughs> <laughs> there, there are definitely some incriminating pictures out yeah. there of me, like growing up in, you know, a high school and, and being in bands and, you know, a, a broody teenager. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know why this came up, came up in my mind. I think, oh, you know what it was? I was on Facebook mm-hmm. um, and, you know, suggests, you know, friends you might, you might want. Right. My, my old hairdresser that used to do my hair, mm-hmm. sh- who I haven't seen in, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> maybe a little less 10 between 10 and 15 years. Yeah. Um, popped up on, you know, you should connect with Jay. That's sort of nuts. <laughs> I was just like, where does this come from? And, <laughs> and then all these memories flash back of him teaching me how to, you know, straighten my hair. So it was perfectly <laughs> covering only one eye. Oh no. Oh yeah. I was totally that dude. You know, um, I don't, I don't have anything to that extreme. Uh, I think I'll say also say mine probably involves hair, but it wasn't it wasn't me being overly like critical of my hair or taking like or straightening my hair. There was a span of time I think it was either I think it was sophomore year, so it would have been like two thousand four. I just stopped wanting to get haircuts. Oh. Yeah. And so I just sort of let it go until probably about, I think it was probably from somewhere, started in September, and then it just went all the way to like March. Mm. And it wasn't a good look because my hair is not like thin, you know, there's no, there's no growing down. It was a lot of growing out. So yeah, nice poof. yeah, there are a few pictures from that time frame of me with the hair, but uh, I think I burned them 
So, yeah, I've tried to I've tried to scrub as much as possible to get rid of that. Yeah, um, I saw a few I, psychiatrists to try, try to <laughs> get you get, back. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, so I, and I went from extremes because I had some serious hockey flow long like to my sh- almost to my shoulders feathered back yeah well maintained oh, and then man. one day i was like fuck this i want sweet black straightened scene hair <laughs> and i had a friend who who was using this hairdresser and was like yeah man go see jay he'll take care of you yeah and, and here's uh, the new panic at the disco album i mean i hated panic at the disco i was a little <laughs> bit more hardcore than that okay um, whatever but you you secretly love them yeah well you know i've i've seen them recently within the past couple of years yeah, um well yeah but uh but yeah so it was one day hockey flow john next day swooping over don't look at me john um i rocked that hairstyle for a while yeah and, uh, it was pretty pretty badass if you ask me uh back in the day you look back at it now um not so much Ooh, i have a good one all right, what do you got? Okay. Freshman year. Okay. This is like my first like my fr- first time high school wa- or or university. No, high school. Okay. So, so you're I, young. You're youngin. I was young. Um and I thought I looked so cool. All right. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing this very um it, it it was very much defined by Japanese culture sh- shirt, oh where it was boy. like it was blue, all right. So it was blue up top, all blue on the shoulders, and at the bottom it was like sort of like a lighter blue, and there were like dragons on the, <laughs> like not like well defined like uh like really artistic, just like the outline of a like black dragons on my shirt. And then I had like one of those, I don't even know what they're called. Um, it's like little shell pieces that are back to back. Little puka, white pieces. Puka shells? Is that puka? 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 Whatever? Is that, hold on. I got to see if that's the same. The ones you wore in a necklace, right? The tiny little white shells. I can totally see you being like a, a puka boy surfer. Yeah, I'm trying to see. Living yeah, in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. That, so it was, it was a puka shell. It was a puka shell necklace. So I had oh I had the puka God. shell necklace, and then at that time I was still spiking my hair. Oh yeah. Oh, I think I feel like I've with seen the, a picture of this variation of Zach with the spiky gel hair. And, oh uh, yeah, the real hard wet gel. And I think I was dipping do. Yeah, and I was. I think I was really feeling myself because I my I had recently gone through a head stretching head stretching phase of my. Uh, Wait, puberty, what? so oh. so my head was the last thing to really grow or to stretch out. Like it was like it started at my feet, and I was like a cartoon, but just like a very slow cartoon where Slowly stretching. everything stretched out, and then my head was the last thing I had for a long time, just like a really round head, and uh, and then between eighth and I think it started happening in eighth grade, but transitioning into ninth grade is when my full the full stretching of the face happened mm. and I was, I was really feeling myself. So, uh, I got a giant smile and squinty eyeballs 
And uh, at least I didn't have acne. You know, I never had to really deal with acne or anything like that. That's a blessing because I had to deal with that. It was a flippin' nightmare. Yeah, I've never really had, like, super oily skin. So I'm imagining you right now, puka shells, blonde spiky hair, moderately baggy pants, and a scooter. Like, was this around when you were trying to become a pro scooter rider? (laughs) No, this was (laughs) pre-scooter days, all right? Oh, okay, Um, okay. You had to ease yourself into the scoot. And I yeah, and I think I was wearing khaki shorts that day, and probably some sandals. Mm, I think I was probably sandals. wearing sandals. Yeah, it was almost like a weird Japanese Tommy Bahama thing that I was trying to go for. Yeah, that's you know? exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was sort of weird. You um, fucking beauty. Yeah, man. Well, it's I like, promise not to dig for your picture if you don't dig for mine. You know what? I promise to dig for that picture, and if I find it, I'll put it God on social damn. media because I just don't care. I do oh, not care. Man. So there is a picture. I'm positive that somewhere on Facebook of me and Mike at at our graduation, our high school graduation, mm-hmm. and you will fucking die when you see me and if you see him because he had clown hair. And I know he'll fact check this and he'll make fun of my hair, but Mike used to have clown hair, like Bozo the clown hair. So, dude, I'm so pumped. <laughs> I'm so pumped. So this is before he made his his jersey transition, is what you're saying? Before he started yeah. rocking all Mike, the gold chains. And... Mike was a late late bloomer into uh, good looks, um, as you will see, and some might say so was I. Yeah, pass it um, on over, man. I'll put I'll I'll put it out on Wednesday when we release. Oh God. Okay. Um, and I'll try so, to find my picture as well. I'm not sure if it's on Facebook. And I don't know if my mom has that picture. She might have the picture. I might have to have her send it to me. I'll give her a call. You'll give my mom a call. All right. <laughs> tell her I tell her I said I love her. We'll do. Um, um, so, <laughs> so to wrap things up because this is an important week. Yeah. And it's the start of baseball season. And I know you like the Royals. Yeah, and they're I used sucking to like so the far. Royals. Um, and I'm you know. A reborn Blue Jays fan, and we have a pretty stable rivalry. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to wish you and your your dumpster fire team <laughs> the best of luck this season. Yeah, good luck uh, to you and your and your shithead, <laughs> dumbass team. Uh, I'll have you know that after tonight's win, um, this is the first time the Blue Jays have been over five hundred in like two seasons. So. It's fucking party time. We're three <laughs> time and two. To rage. We're going all the way this year, baby. All the way. There you go. Calling hey, it early. I'm out. I'm done. We're good. <laughs> right, we're done. Uh, I I will say my my Royals lost one to six today against the Detroit Tigers. So it's Maybe been it's been a bad run so far. We just got done with our first uh, couple games against the White Sox and. Well, we just obviously, beat the White Sox, so I, obviously so neither good. of those fared fared very well. Yeah, we're you know we're probably back to uh, just sort of licking the boots of other teams. It's probably what it is, but you know what? We are Royals. We are resilient, and in another twenty five years, we'll be back. You know, maybe yeah. Um, so the 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 coincidence in that is the Dirty D um, is Mike's team. So all right. Well, Mike, we'll, congratulations uh, we'll on that see. one. Yeah. We'll have to see where people land. Yeah, hopefully Nicaragua. Hopefully you don't get shanked in Nicaragua. Yeah, who knows about that kid? <laughs> he's probably doing okay. <laughs> he's probably Yeah, doing... he's, he's sending pictures. He's having a great time. He's fitting right in. 
yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll cut it off here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, a little bit of a, uh, a sneak peek as to what's going on uh, next week. We're going to uh, do a little bit of predictions as to what's gonna what's gonna happen in the uh, in the big UFC fights coming up. So be on the lookout for that next week. Absolutely. Also, um, here in a few weeks, we're going to uh, do another. Um, conspiracy episode maybe recap a little bit on on what we've already what we've what johnny and jerry already went through with the first one and then sort of expound and and dig dig a little bit deeper into uh we'll say that same topic maybe getting maybe we'll just say like um space maybe we'll just yeah. say s- space centered we've got we've i've actually gotten quite a bit of a feedback on that episode um, people really enjoyed it and asked that, you know, basically said that an hour, um, was not enough time, which okay. is very true. Um, so we're going to pop Jared back on. We're going to, I know Zach has some questions, some follow up questions, some, uh, skeptical questions for, for yeah. Jer. Um, and we got a couple other interesting related side note topics that we'll get into things um, to look just, into. Just want to, uh, you know, set the tone that Jer's conversation, Jer's pieces are not necessarily what he believes. It's what he's read. Um, sure. Just to make sure people know that though. I know that he does believe in some of it, um, but he is just trying to be our, our UFO alien Google Wikipedia combination for us. Cause he's, he's done a lot of research. And so um, stay true to, uh, you know, looking into the things for yourself um, but be prepared for a, a pretty funny, and it, I'm sure it'll be an entertaining episode, especially having you there, Zach, to yeah. uh, to play devil's advocate, and we can dig into some interesting theories. So I'm gonna drop out last minute. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, so something to something to keep on your radar. Like I said, it'll be a few weeks out, but um, but yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Looking forward to that. Uh, we are. On all social media at Jumbled Podcast, like we said, we're doing a lot on uh, on Facebook, trying to do more on Instagram, and Twitter's sort of dead. Nobody's following us. If you start following us, we'll do more on Twitter. Um, and then I think we have a Snapchat, but, you know, I feel like Snapchat's only made for, you know, people up to the age of, like, 21, and then it's everybody well, else. Well, for the right, the right Patreon... Uh, we will release our private Snapchat, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's the little snippets of the stand-up podcast. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Zach will show you the art of the no-handed clap. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> I do it with my feet. And <laughs> we're uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're on Stitcher. Thanks for listening on Stitcher. We're on Google Play Music. Uh, we're on player.fm and of course we're on iTunes, uh, head over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. would be much appreciated. Uh, we want to give a big old thanks to our sponsor audible, head over to audibletrialcom slash jumbled and get that free 30 day trial on a free audiobook. Sounds great. Doesn't it Johnny? It is awesome. And I, there's a new audiobook that I am anticipating, mm-hmm. um, that will be really soon. And then uh, when it's done, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the the book of the week Ooh. for that because it is on Audible because I listened to the first one on Audible. So. Well, there you go. Um, and then if you want to be a patron to the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash jumbled. 
you can pay attention to maybe like the first three tiers, and then it sort of gets ridiculous after that. But if you want to pay the other <laughs> one of the other tiers, that's fine. Secret Snapchat, here it comes. There, here it comes. <laughs> I'm just gonna add ones that get up to like a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> just like really ridiculous, like. Nobody uh, should ever pay this amount of money to, for anything, but maybe we'll catch the eye of somebody who just has a lot of money they want to get this is, rid of. This is the moment that we turn from a podcast to a low-budget porn uh, studio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am, you guys are getting ready to become real familiar with everything about me. And, oh, uh, God. Hey, yeah, man, everything's got a you, price. Whether you want to or not, you know, it's just sort of how it is now. Um, so (laughs) thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. And, uh, of course, make sure to check back next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. See you later, guys. But now I can yell and sing for you, Zach. You needle dick, bitch. All right, man. You don't have to get personal, dude, all right?